Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hello, Kate. For those of you who are listening, once again, we show up with no plan on what to chit-chat about, and yet something comes through. So before we started recording, Wynne and I just started chit-chatting. And to be honest, when I don't know if I know how it actually started. I know what it became and we decided to just hit record, but I'm not sure where it began. I remember. You do? Where did it start? It started by last Friday when I went to um, Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Without traffic, it's an hour's drive from here with traffic. And that on that day on Friday, it was an hour and a half. And I went there as a part of an idea I had that would help me in my writing class that I do every Tuesday. And while I was there, and I took a few photographs on my phone, and I did, you know, the classic thing, I uploaded something to Instagram and I thought, what am I going to say about this? Not, hey, I'm at Stonehenge. What's a little smarter than that, I thought, because I don't want to just appear that dumb, self-conscious Wynn said. Um, and it just came to mind that this magnificence of these stones that are at least 5,000 years old and have been in situ for that long, situ for that long, we don't really know the whole story about them. So I wrote something like, some magnificence will stay mysterious. And then you and I just started riffing in the chat, as we often do over my cup of herbal tea, or whatever your choice of drink is. And we got to a place where you said the end of seeking. And to me, that's what I was pointing out with that phrase because so much of my life, and I still do, but so much of my life until fairly recently, I was trying to analyze, analyze, and analyze. I'm trying to really figure everything out. The meaning of life. How does this work? And while there's, it can be entertaining for the intellect to go there, I hadn't realized that I'd gone way beyond that into sucking the joy out of what is magnificence. So I would suck the joy out of the moment by thinking about stuff, trying to figure out how it works without enjoying it. And then you said some amazing things, so I'm going to throw it back to you as to see what's alive for you in the moment, given the reminder of how this all started. Mm-hmm. Well, I was reading a book 
by Claire Diamond called Sane. And it's brought up some really beautiful things for me. And in that book, she writes about getting to a place where not only is there no resistance to what's happening in the moment right in front of us, but also finding the end of seeking as well. And when you're not resisting yourself, other people, the world, the way things are, what's showing up, not our stories of reality, but what's actually in front of you. And you're not seeking something different and whatever you're version of better would be maybe or more comfortable so when you're not resisting what's in front of you and you're not seeking something different you get to just be in in life and what life shows us in that moment I think is that magnificence that you're talking about. And I remember writing recently after reading that book that how little time I've spent in reality, the actual reality in front of me with so much resistance and so much seeking something better or different. And I found that in those moments recently where I find myself in reality, not needing it to be any different than it is, I really I find that I almost make it to explore what shows up. So whether or not it's fear or anxiety or joy or wonder, you know, if all of it is okay, then I just get to move through life. I get to explore, you know, what those things are made of. And, you know, just really, I find that it's the journey, the timing, that what I've seen so far is just enough. And that, that's very new for me. Very new. I think the mystics of all ages have been talking about now, the present moment, all there ever is, and and so forth. And to me, that always seemed like a really nice idea until I noticed and saw for myself what you just said. That, you know, the, the truth shows us what we need. It did show that to me too, that what is, is mysterious, magnificent, can be something to wonder. So that's where I'd prefer to go if I was going to try and, and look to understand or see more than wondering feels very different to me than 
analyze or figure out. There's a lightness to wondering, an open-mindedness to the magnificence of it as opposed to the dilution or the, I'm analyzing this so I can get away from it. I'm wondering about this so I can see mm -hmm. more of it. And it, it, it does kind of, even as I'm saying these words, I feel really ill-equipped to give it any kind of logic. I, I find it very, I find me ill-equipped to give it words. But every time I talk to people about it in the same way as you and I are today, we know what we mean. And, you know, as we listen to each other explore, we get a sense of what each other means. We're both looking in the same or some place of what is in the reality of now, always there, even when we are innocently hiding away from it because we're in our own minds, in our own heads. I remember realizing, I don't know how many years ago this was, maybe nine years ago, I had a, an insight and it was, my favorite part of the day is always now. Mm. And I even had that feeling when I was stuck in traffic and I thought, now is my favorite part of the day? <laughs> and every time I'd saw that and had the wonder of it, then, yeah, now. Because now is always alive. Even if it has me being anxious over being late or me being in my head about something I I should be doing and I'm not. Or stressed about something that might happen at some point in the near future. It's always alive. I knew this as a kid and forgot. And, you know, as, as, as you and I are talking now, I remember something in an English class, English language class in secondary school, but I think I was might have been 13 or 14. And I was talking about the nature of language and how children would try to explain to an adult what they had just seen. And this child said to this adult, a big fluffy thing with thousands of eyes in their feathers and makes the sound like an old witch. And the adult went, peacock. And the child went, oh, is that what you call it? Because <laughs> the reason I think that just popped into my head out of nowhere from a long time ago, many decades ago, is that that's an example of Sometimes when our intellect defines something, mm -hmm. it diminishes it. It takes away the absolute amazing way of describing what a peacock is without defining it to the word peacock. I, th I think that's just a very cool metaphor about what I and a lot of people do with life. Try and nail it, try and figure it out, analyze it. 
put a name to it, explain it all. That might not be the point. The intellect, at least for me, it loves adapt, mm. figure it out, to categorize, to fill in blanks when we don't know, and uh, create stories around every little thing. And like it just, that's its job. It loves to do its job. So for me, the um, part of that space of being in reality is also not resisting it, trying to do its job. Mm. What I've noticed is what mine does as a problem-solving machine. Mm -hmm. If there aren't problems, it will make them up to give itself <laughs> something to solve. You do, yeah. A job. Yeah. Give itself a job. It'll dig a hole so it can fill it in. <laughs> It'll find... You know, what's that phrase? The devil will find work for idle hands to do. Well, the intellect will find problems for it to go and look to solve. Meanwhile, the whole of us can still live knowing that, understand the, the humor in that, the innocence in that. And can even find to me now even saying it out loud the magnificence in that wow look at how good it is it doesn't have something to do it'll make something up it's that good and then write an entire story of meaning around whatever that is yeah which might give itself a lifetime of work by thinking up one thing I suck at life. Oh, let me now go and figure out that for the next 70 years. Oh, maybe not. Don't have to. If we see it for what it is. And to what you've said, I think wonderfully today, is what it allows, our understanding allows us to then do is no longer resist what is. To, to live in the awe of it. Then resistance is resistance is futile and it is it resistance makes less sense then when we're living in the all of now the all of what is even if it is a sucky experience right now having an experience in itself is is majestic having an experience itself whatever it is is an incredible thing Having an emotion, having feelings, having thoughts, being able to speak. The cheese I had a few days ago now becoming a part of what is my hair growing. Mm. There's, there's wonder there. And I think a lot of us do realize that the phrase what resist persists is true, but it isn't always helpful. Because sometimes we're stuck in that. 
I know it's not helpful. I know it persists, but I don't like it. By noticing the magnificence of any experience, and sometimes the experiences we have through life are very painful emotionally, sometimes very painful physically, which we can relive over time. And that can be horrible, really horrible. And I don't want to diminish that. And at the same time, that's a part of this thing called life. I remember somebody saying to me not long ago that death is strange. I agree. I think life's even more strange. I think life is even more curious, full of wonder than anything. Regardless of how it feels right now and how it looks right now, it's all life. And I feel like a blithering idiot talking about it. Because sometimes my intellect will say, what are you talking about? No, solve this. Do that. I thought you were insecure. Let me remind you of that. Do that for a bit. It's quite amusing. One way of saying it would be, I'd rather live than think about it. I'd rather be out there than in here, even though I spend a lot of my time in here. And I will, to the point that you just said, I'm gonna be not living in now, in the reality of the moment. I'm gonna be living in my head a lot of my future self life. And I know I have in my previous 50 odd years. Out there seems more interesting to me than in here. Than in my head. The other part of in here, though, the energy of in here, the life force, the consciousness of in here, within me and in all things. Man, that's... gorgeous. And I know will remain a mystery. Well, what's neat is that we all know what it's like to live out there. As young people, that's all we ever did. Yeah. It was moment to moment, out in life, the next adventure, the next crazy looking animal that adults love to put names to. So of course, we prefer that because we know what that's like. And we also know what it's like not to live out there and live in here. Mm. And if it's all okay, it's all life experience. There's no resistance and there's no, no more seeking. Mm. Yeah. There's no there here. I always enjoy when you and I get together. We don't typically record it, but when we get together and just meander through what shows up, nowhere to go and 
more to get to. So thank you for showing up and meandering with me. Always a pleasure. And thank you to, to you listening for, for being here and listening to our meanderings and whatever you've been meandering about as we're meandering. Let us know. Thank you, Kate. Thanks, man. You've been listening to Under the Noise with me, Wynne Morgan, and Kate Roberts. And if you'd like us to talk about anything or have any questions for us, please get in touch. Our details are at the end of this recording and also in the details of wherever you found this podcast and below if you're on YouTube. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.